I'm Joshua Potts, Mr. Pottsville, always with a brother with the same mother, Aaron Potts, Super Hot Potts. I mean, your favorite two black runners coming at you every single. Two black, two. Run it up, run it up. <laughs> Got all the vocals for y'all today. Ready Report Tees are out. They dropped last week on the hair. Yes, yes sir. Make sure y'all get that before we get into the podcast. Just make sure y'all get the For the Culture tease, man. That represents everything about us and what we do. And we really about the culture. And y'all know what it is because y'all the real ones because you tune into the podcast. But what's good? Two Black Tuesday, we back with a special guest too. For real, like we ain't two black runners today. We three black runners in the building. Jamison Michael on the podcast. Jamie Reviews doing it big. Going to help us out with our Olympic Olympic recap. Jamison, just how's it going, bro? Like the Olympics are crazy. I'm pretty sure you have to be tired last from last week. But we, we got to digest it a little bit. We go talk everything out. How you going? Man, I was tuned in to every single event, man. I was glued to the TV. Once at work, I had it on my, I had the app on my phone. I was, I yep. was into it, man. It's a lot to break down today, and I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you. But just like Aaron just said, though, you have make sure you guys pick up those for, for the culture tees. There's not a whole lot. Make sure go buy them, go purchase some. But if you can't do that, come on, you gotta just support the pod, bro. Leave a review, rate the pod. Anything you can do, watch on YouTube, watch, listen on anywhere you listen to podcasts, share with a friend, like show the support, and we just keep on going and going. But y'all pretty much want to dive into this? Y'all ready? Y'all, y'all want to dive in? Yeah, let's let's hop in it. Let's hop in it. Where, where we starting at, man? Where we starting? Well, we got to start off where the Olympics probably had one of the most iconic and talked about races in the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. The women's 4x400 meters. Now, we know the U.S., we low-key always dominate the 4x4. But this time, it really just hit different. With the inclusion of... One of the best, the two of the best women 400 meter hurdlers of all time of Sydney McLaughlin and Lula Muhammad. Topped on that, you have the future of the sport potentially with the thing Mo, who just got her first gold medal in 800 and American record. And then you had the the legend, Allison Felix, 11 Olympic, 11 Olympic medals, most ever by American in track and field, all meet up in the women's four, four by 400. And they ran what, 316? <laughs> and completely dominated the field. And just, was this the most legendary four by 400 team ever assembled? I know they didn't break the, break the record or the American record, but just this having like the legend, the stars right now in the sport and the future, was this like the most legendary team we ever saw, Aaron? I think so, man. And, and I think it has to do definitely a lot with the characters we had in there with like Sydney McLaughlin, like she is now, it's her moment. Dalia, Dalia, we all know all her greatness. Olympic champion, world record holder, former world record holder, world champion, and then Allison Felix, the most decorated. And the thing, we see so much promise in her. And for this to be Allison's final Olympics that she's gonna do this, it was, I just think it was the significance of the moment of when it when it happened. And it just felt like something that we're gonna remember 
four years from now, three years from, or eight years from now, whatever, we're gonna remember back to, remember that four by four that had all these epic legends on it? And so it was super awesome to see. They should have been wearing capes. They should have been wearing capes. Jamie, what were you thinking about it at 4 Man, by 4 as far as legendary, I think by far. I know they didn't break the world record, but you got to think about it. That was about star power. Like, yeah. I think of it as like the Avengers movies. You had yeah. Iron Man. You had, you know, you had Captain America. You had, you had the whole squad. And each one had their own storyline kind of happening. Yeah. Right? You had the yeah. Mo going from NCAA and she dominated the whole year. You had the, the legendary Allison Felix, you no, know, her last run. She shouldn't be here, you know? She was not supposed to be here. Yet she got there, got her own individual medal. This was her victory lap. And they yeah. got the two greatest hurdlers of all time on the women's side. And they're yep. in their primes. You take all the storylines, combine it together, bruh, like that was all I wanted. Like that solidified for me, like. I walked out a happy man from the Olympics. I said, you know what? That's what I want to see. I can walk out happy. Legendary. Yeah. And I'm just happy that like it didn't get political where they're like, hey, we have to have like, and no offense to Quinera, she's a great athlete as well. But it wasn't like, oh, we have to have this person because she's a 400 runner and like this person, this person. They were like, no, we're getting the four best people and we're putting them on this squad. And we gonna, and it's like, Allison's on this. I mean, she got she got a bronze medal, which is insane. But it's like Allison is on this. I wish they would have made her anchor because they should have. Honestly, I, like I there was, I've seen people tweeting like they're not gonna put their Allison Felix on anchor and risk her getting uh, ran down. I'm like, she got bronze. She got bronze. Like, what do you mean? She's like risk her ran down. No one's. If you have a thing, Mo, to let Muhammad and Simba Glockman ahead of you, no one's running you down. Hey, you know? hey. I could have. I could have been out there. And I could have been out there. And none of those. If you were to ask any of those women, are you worried about Allison Felix getting ran down? They would slap you in the face. For real. Like you. You think Allison Felix gonna get ran down in her last Olympic race ever? After <laughs> she just got a bronze medal and ran forty nine. That's not happening. No, bro. She ain't gonna get ran down. She gonna run even faster. It's her last. Should have put her on anchor. Yeah, she put her on anchor. But it was cool seeing a thing Mo do it too. But I also want to talk about this other relay, the the Jamaicans four by one hundred meter relay. I think all the U.S. all the Americans we're holding our breath to make sure they don't break the the world record in the four by one. But the the but the star power that they had together with Elaine Thompson and Shelly Allen Fraser Price and Sharika Jackson as well, one of their greatest four hundred runners of all time like what they did in that four by 100 is that star power at least in jamaica match up to that iconic and legendary moment that we see that we've seen in that four by four because elaine thompson right now like you being the only other person to be a back-to-back -back olympic champion in the 100 and the 200 at the olympics like she's really in that conversation of being one of the greatest women sprinters of all time. So matching up that four by 100 to that to that four by four, does that match up in just that legendary status, Jameson? Man, Jamaica owns it right now, man. Like what she what she did, like I was the person that had doubts. I'm like, she can't do it again. It's, it's not gonna happen again. Yeah. Just just watching them, the women's football, the, the open hundred, they, they split the whole thing. You combine that for the four by one, it's solidified, man. It's solidified. Like she's, she has to go down as one of the goats of that of the hundred meter. You can't argue that. Yeah, 
I, I, I and I think what they did was amazing, especially you have Elaine and Shellyanne Fraser Price on the same relay. Like that's the same. Shellyanne is so decorated. Elaine is so decorated. But like, hey, let's think back. I mean, USA got the record, and that team was Tiana Bartoletta, Allison Felix, Bianca Knight, Carmelita Jeter. Okay, like think about Ooh, that's that. That's nice. <laughs> that team, that's that's a crazy team, and that's an epic four by one. You know, I think that I, I just think something. I don't know if I'm a little USA biased, but you know, our stars just hit a little bit more, in my opinion. Man, I wish we would have had that those guys or those girls in their primes versus this team in their prime. I think it'd have been a whole different race. Ooh, yeah, I think yeah. I, the record would have got broken about either one of those teams. Oh. They would have pushed each other for sure. Yeah, exactly. That's what I want to see. It's like you can. They, they were. They were. They had it. They had it in the bag. The gun went off. It was over. Basically, basically, basically. But we're moving on to the men's fifteen hundred. Something that definitely, when the gun go off, you don't know who's gonna win. And in the two black runners podcast, this has been a hot topic for for months. Hot topic: the men's fifteen hundred, specifically with this guy Aaron over here with this dude Cole Hawker. But Jacob Ingerbergson came out with the win, three twenty eight, number eight all time. The dude's only twenty years old. His birthday's in September. He's born in two. He's born. He's born in two thousand. Crazy. He hasn't been turned twenty one yet. Wins his first Olympic. Olympic gold medal, Cher Timothy Chariot right behind them, and Josh Kerr as well, finishing in third place. Just first off, just what did you guys think of the race? Jacob Ingebrigtsen getting his first title. Like, is this the start of his reign of dominance? He's only 20 years old, winning his first Olympic gold in the 1500. Is this the start, Aaron? Or are you still riding that Cole Walker bandwagon? What you, what's going on? I mean, I think, I think this is the start of, you know, his dominance because this was the first time he's ever been able to beat Timothy Chariot. Like they're saying, like at twelve races against each other, he hasn't been able to beat him. And when he finally does beat him, it was at the biggest world stage, and he's only twenty. So like, I think he figured. I think he figured it out. But and you know, we, we want to talk about the coal bandwagon. Let's 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 talk about the coal bandwagon, okay? My guy got Cole sixth train. place. Cole train. My guy got sixth place, right? He got sixth place, ran 331, broke the Olympic record in the process just along right with them. Also is only 20 years old, but he's not, he's same age as Jacob, but he's not training like Jacob. He's in college, bro. He's been running since indoor season, bro. That's a good like, point. There wasn't the only other like real collegiate Athletes up there, it's like, we had a thing who won, right? We have Javon Harrison that got fifth place in uh, the, the long jump, or was it fifth? Fifth place in long yeah, jump, long jump. In the high jump. We got, and, and we have Cole Hawker getting Tar sixth place. Tara Davis. What place did she get? I don't know what place you got. I'm All I'm saying is uh, the top finishers I see are like a thing, like Javon, like when you're finishing in your event, the same place as Javon Harrison, I mean, that says a that says a lot right there. That says a lot right there. So I'm excited to see like if he decides to go pro and he starts to just train, he's on that schedule of a pro. How fast can he run? Because this is the this is the fastest race we've seen him in. And he he performed. He he did great. 
Can we just go there right then, this next question? Because I think this is really interesting. I know Jacob did his thing, Timmy Sherrill got second. But I think the addition of having Josh Kerr in there, it's his first Olympic Games, not his first world major. But he was the uh, NCAA, used to be NCAA record holder in the 1500. And having Cole Hawker being this polarizing figure in NCAA last year too. Kerr gets third place, runs 329, number two all-time for Great Britain. Hawker gets fifth place, runs 331, number eight all-time for U.S. Just who has learned, who do you think has learned more from this Olympic experience, Josh Kerr or Cole Hawker? Because they're still very young going into these world majors. Who do you think has learned more, Jameson? Man, I ain't gonna lie to me. I, I think Cole Hawker gained more out of this whole, like, from the college season going into the professional or Olympic season. I think he just got more out of it, man. Like, he was not on my radar. Like, I wanna <laughs> apologize to Aaron, man, because when he said, no, that when he said Cole, Cole Hawker's gonna be the guy to look out for, I'm just like, who is this guy? Like, sure, he's fast. He's another, another you know, Oregon Duck, middle distance guy. He'll be okay, I'm sure. No, man, like, he just came out out the woodworks and I'm thinking man like he, he's on it now you get that little taste of it he's only going up from here so I, I think just him being at that level just just boost that confidence level now he now he yeah. knows he can do it once you get there to that dance now you know you can dance now you come back with that swagger with that you know that training you go back to that you know to Oregon training if he stays he has options now but I think I think he got a little bit more than Kerr just like out of experience not saying he's better than him I think he kind of gained more out of it. Wait, before Aaron, before you go, because I already know what you're going to say. I'm going to say Josh Kerr. I think Josh Kerr learned a little bit more than Cole Walker. I know he was there in the world championships at the majors, but I think that 330, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a ran these times yet, but I feel like a 331 to a 329 is a little bit of like breaking that barrier of a 330. I feel like means something. I feel like it means means a lot in a certain type of way. And be able for Josh Kerr to run that 329, he's now in that same level in the same stratosphere, like without a doubt with Jacob and Timothy Chariot and everybody that's broken 330 over the past two years. And it's not like he did it like in a diamond league, like in Monaco, he did it at the biggest stage. So I think this just shows that like, oh yeah, I can, I think he, he already had the mentality that I could run with these guys, but now he has proven to everybody that like, no, yeah, I'm a real threat. Like I can next year at World Championships, like I could potentially win this. I like, I think hey. that breaking that 330 barrier is real big for Josh Kerr. Hey, and, and we don't gotta, we're not hating on Josh Kerr because bro, I picked Josh Kerr on my running report pick him. You don't did. Forget that. You did. People thought that was crazy. I, I, what it I was kind of crazy. What I think Josh, what I think Josh Kerr got is confirmation. Like. I think, yeah, I think Cole, like Jameson said, I think Cole learned the most because like, bro, he was in college, he's 20, right? To like get sixth place and the time that he ran at that age is crazy. But I think Josh Kerr just got confirmation because like he was, we we knew, we, we seen him, we were at the meets he was at. We knew that he was gonna run well and be an actual, actual threat. He's been running insane all year, but people haven't been really like, paying attention to him like that. So I think Josh Kerr just got confirmation. And I think this is really big. What Josh Kerr did is really big for the Brooks Beast. Like now they have yeah, so much legitimacy. Real. Like Josh Kerr, win. Josh Kerr is better than every single 1500 meter runner in America. And he trains in Seattle on the Brooks Beast, you know? So it's like you're coming out exactly. of college that's a potential place. Like now he got like a LeBron, like a LeBron type 
affect being like the best, being the third best in the world. It's like, bro, why are you gonna go train with Matthew Sensuitz? You come train with with Josh Kerr on the Brooks Beast. So I think that was a huge win for 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 the Brooks Beast in that in that way. But yeah, Cole, I just he had to have learned a lot because he's never been in the international race before. So it's gonna be interesting to see what he if he's going back to school running pro or even if he is going back to school like what is that gonna look like are you he gonna run cross country this season i don't know i don't know i hope he go gets that bag either way go get that bag if it's that scholarship bag or it's the pro bag you know <laughs> yeah maybe you get some, can both yeah that's what i'm gonna say maybe you get some scholarships. Both. <laughs> true true but I think we were really happy about what the men's 1500 for the U.S. and the women's 4x4. But when we got to the USA men's sprints, it wasn't it wasn't all uh, sunshine and lollipops, to say the least, especially for Carl Lewis. Like, for real, that man, that man was kind of pissed off. But for real, the U.S. men's team sprints, like, it was. there were some upsets. There were some defeats. Let's start off with the men's 200, Brett. Let's go off right off the bat. Was this a good day for Andre DeGrasse beating, beating the U.S. Uh, the US three running number eight all time in 1962, or was just just a bad day for US? They still placed two through four, but the expecting was Noah Lyles winning his number four all time in the 200. And with Kenny Benderek right there, he got second place in the race. And then Arian Knight in the Young Phenom getting fourth place in the race. Was the Tmins 200 a good day for DeGrasse or a bad day for US, Jameson? Oh, man. I don't want to be disrespectful to Andre, man, but. He, he's a cold man, but I really, truly, my, my heart feel like if this Olympics would have happened a year prior where it should have happened, I think Noah Lyles would have got him. So I'm going to say that, that Noah Lyles had a bad day. It was a bad day in America in the 200 meter dash. Like he just didn't look himself. Like even I watched the little things, not just the race, but like the way they approach the, 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 the race, the way they get to the, the blocks. The swagger, he's a swagger guy. He, he looked kind of like, like empty inside before he got in that race. He didn't seem excited. He wasn't hyping himself up. He was just like, he knew something was off. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel like it, I, I still think Andre and him would have had a good race. And Andre still may have won, but come on, man. Like, no allowance should have did a lot better than that. As far as the expectations and what he did, it, yeah. just, it wasn't it. It just wasn't it for me. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, at the end of the day, he was the reigning world champion. He got he got third, not even sec- second. So like, it's for me, it's hard to say because like on one end, I agree with with, with Jameson. I'm like, bro, like, of course, like Nola should have won. Like we, it was bad, but we got second, third, and fourth place, right? So I'm like, well, did Nola allows do bad or like or is he just a little inconsistent and this is who he is like and like maybe we're maybe people catching up to him like is that is that because Kenny Benerick he's been there all year we've had questions Kenny we had questions about Noah all year you know at the trials we were like I was like dang we've been disrespectful we've been saying because we were you know you got to play around with that was you that was you no that was you don't don't get twisted this man was saying (laughs) Noah Lyles is going to make the Olympic trials Hey, I didn't that say was he wasn't going to make the final. I was just like, no, was is you. he about to lose to a high schooler? I was like, is he about to lose to yeah. Ariel Knight in? Like, I was like, I don't know. Like, for a second. 
But then he he did his thing, and I was like, all right, like, come, he's on another level. Like, so I was surprised. I was definitely surprised when I was when watching Olympics to see him not even get second. Like, I definitely expected yeah. him to win. But hey, kudos to him for getting the bronze. We ain't medal shaming. We ain't medal shaming. What's but, up, bronze? That's big. That's big. That's big. Especially to start off this journey, because first Olympics, and then be back in 2024, like real soon. I'm pretty sure he's going to be back in the World Championships. So he still has some chances, but this is just the first step, first step back. Happy for Andres DeGrasse, because I am a USC homer, especially when it comes to football and track. So to see them, see him get a medal, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. But also, Men's 400, we did see a defeat. No American got on the medal stand, and which is real crazy. A crazy stat is that I believe back in May or April, there were the top seven guys at one point, the top seven men in the world were all American in the 400-meter dash, and no Americans got on the podium. Steven Gardner goes back-to-back major wins. Like He won 2019 the 400 in the World Championships. This year, he wins it in a 43-85. Uh, Zimbrano right behind him in second, Karani James in third. And I feel like there's a lot of stories we can take from the men's 400, but I want to ask you, what was your guys' biggest story to take away from this? Was it Steven Gardner's back-to-back major world championship wins? Was it Karate James now meddling in the past three Olympic games after, really after 2016? He hasn't ran much, hasn't done too much. Or is it Michael Norman, number four all time, the guy that we said, Tiger Blood, missing the Olympic podium in his first Olympics? Aaron, what was the biggest story for you from the men's 400? The, the biggest story, just period 400, it's bets, bets. Being a veteran matters. Like, you know, Karani James, like you just said, three-time Olympian, right? Steven Gardner, back-to-back Olympic champion. And then Michael Norman's left out. And let's give a quick shout-out to my to our girl, Allison Felix. If you would have told people two years ago, Allison Felix is going to get a bronze medal at the 2020 Olympics or 2021, whatever you want to call it, everyone would have been like, nah. But like somehow she found a way, bro, to get a medal. And there's something about like, we just had a younger team this year and a lot of people's first Olympics. I know some of them have been to world championships, but I don't know, man. Like there's something different about about the Olympics and being there before really does help. So like, yeah, Michael Norman is definitely better than fifth place. I don't know. When I say that, I don't know because I'm like, he is better than fifth place, but is he not? If he's not there mentally or whatever it is to perform at that very moment, then maybe he is just not there there yet. Maybe we just got ahead of ourselves when he ran that 43-4 at Mount Sac. You know, I'm just saying, like, because I don't want to disrespect the other people that beat him. If they beat him, they beat him. But look at Allison Felix. Look at, like, that's what I'm saying. For example, Karani James, bro. This is his third Olympics, and he's just figuring it out and, and figured out a way to beat Michael Norman. He Should he have beaten him? No, but, like, when it was time to beat him, he did it. All right, Jameson, you got something to say? This man, I, mean, I, I, I got something to say about this, man. <laughs> so the 400-meter dash is my, is my race. That's, that's, that's what I focus on. That's what I like to be involved with when I'm watching, what I expect a lot, especially from the U.S. men. Domination. The biggest story from the 400 meter on the men's side, I don't want to say Michael Norman misses the podium. I want to say just the whole men's 400. Every runner who runs the men's 400, 
I'm disappointed. That, that we we did not show up. How how, how many guys we have in the final from US? Two. 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 Yeah. We supposed to dominate this race. This is our event. 400 football four. No question. We should own this event every single year. World Championship, Olympic year. And watching it, man, I don't know. Michael Norman, like that, he, it was his race to win. He was to win that race. Not get second, third, fourth. He was to win. And no, and I don't want to be disrespectful to, you know, Karate James, because I mean, hey, like you said, veteran matters. I'm a big proponent of that, man. Like, Knowing how to race in the big moments and when it counts, so that's a big thing. Doing that with experience, but Michael Norman just getting what he got, man. That, that was not it. Like I was, I was vastly disappointed. I was almost upset. I walked out upset. Like, are you kidding me? It was that's awful. It was like I, I was sure to see his to see his interview too. Like he couldn't even talk. He couldn't even talk. It's like, dang, I, like I think he was shook. Yeah, yeah. I felt it felt me, bad. You know, I, I hate to be you know, the negative Nancy, but I'm just like, all I walked off with that was just like, man, he, that was it. They, we didn't, we didn't do well. We, we didn't do well. Hey, and everyone was... has those, everyone does like, I don't know. You have those times, you know, where it's just like, yeah, there's really nothing to say. It's like. He will be back. I know that. But it's just, you know, you're on the, you're on the big boy stage. That was it. That was, that was the moment to solidify it and it slipped. But also, congratulations, Michael Cherry, PR, 44-2-1. Had a great season. He's definitely going up from here as well. Finished fourth place. He's definitely going up, going up, going up for sure. Some more hot takes for you, bro. We got to go into fall start. Oh, no. I believe Usain Bolt fall started. I think Usain Bolt just fall started. Where we give you some of our hottest takes, and we really just break down to see if those hot takes are just too early, uh, just whack, or just should not be on here. And we're just going to our fall start. And first up, I gotta ask you guys, bruh. Rod Benjamin, he was the silver medal in the 400 meter hurdles, broke the previous world record, but was still couldn't beat Karsten Warholm. But after looking at Rod Benjamin and the conversations that I've had with Aaron two years ago in the 2019, we we're talking about who's gonna be the next star for US and the real conversation was Noah Lyles or Michael Norman. That's who we were battling out. But after this Olympics, after this Olympics, Rye Benjamin is the most impressive US young star. Is that a false start? That's not a false start. That's 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 100. He got out. That's good. Like, I think he needs more respect. We need, we need to put more respect on this man's name, bro. Like, this dude ran a 40, 46-1? Like, what? And, and it's just like Dalia and Sydney, Carson and Rye, they're the greatest ever, ever. And that was one of the greatest races ever, bro. And I still believe, I believe Rye Benjamin is gonna beat Carson Ware, Warholm eventually and take that and take that record. But we're gonna see them battle because Carson Warholm is not old. He ain't 10 years older than, than Rye, Rye is. So every, every Olympics world championship, it's gonna be them too. I I still believe. I believe Ryan's gonna get him eventually. Man, I was I was hoping you would say false start because I was gonna go off on you. But everything <laughs> you said, I concur. I agree one hundred percent. Like people understand, man. Like those hurdles is no joke. It's crazy to go that fast, bro. There is I think people the average person has to understand. You ran forty six one, right? Yeah. 
a, an open 400 meter dash runner with a 46 one can get a D1 scholarship. This man <laughs> ran that time with hurdles in the way. It's crazy. <laughs> now understand how fast that uh, is. That's crazy. This that's man crazy. is something else. He's too young. He's too fast. He is the future, no doubt. Like, don't even talk. Why you? Why is this a topic? I think on the four by four, he split like forty three, like three. Yeah, he had the fastest split. I he had the fastest split. He was the fastest split. Yeah, he's, he's 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 impressive, impressive. I can't. I, I just want to see it. Like, I want to keep. I want to keep on seeing him run the four hundred hurdles. But I'm on like, bro, just take a year off and just run the four hundred. Like, take a year off and run the, the two. Take a year off and run the eight. Let's see what happens. I don't know. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, Who knows? Take a year off and run the eight. Let's just let's just see what you do. You know. But also another thing, Allison Felix, we seen her, what she did. Most decorated US track and field Olympian ever. Her last Olympics. There won't be a US Olympian greater than Allison Felix ever. Is that a false start? Um, honestly, thinking about this, no, that's not a false start. Like to me, Allison Felix, you know, I, I, I'm 26. 2004 is probably, that was Athens. That's the first Olympics I can remember in my life, bro. I seen her first Olympics to her last. I was 10 years old in 2004, you know? So like, mm -hmm. to me, like she's my MJ, bruh, you know, or she's my Kobe, like, like Allison Felix, like how you not know, if you run track and field, like everybody knows who Allison Felix is. Like she's the GOAT, she's, you know, Jackie joining Kersey, she's our, she's my Flojo. Like, I can't, you know, she's been in every, bro, she has medals in the four by one and the four by four. Like, what? Like, it. True. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I could see someone else because she's so versatile and like, as a sprinter too, from like running it, yeah, running in the one to the four to have those medals in that range. We don't really have anyone unless that's, you know, Fred Curley about to become Allison Felix or something. <laughs> but I, I don't, we don't have anyone that's that great at just like so many events like that. And Allison Felix is now a brand. Like she's MJ, she just came out with her own shoe too. Oh. So Ooh. like, she really just completely changed the game for, for women, for mothers and for just like, the shoe thing is revolutionary as well, like sponsoring athletes. So she's becoming like, she's transcending track and field. But for you, Jameson. No, like what he was saying to me, yes, the four by ones, the one, the two, the four, the medals, that's all great. That's all fancy. But what makes her legendary and makes her the greatest of all time. So no, not a false start, get to the point. What she did, she changed the game forever like for women's sport not track and field women's sport every brand has to say this is how we do things this is how we go by things when this situation happens when she was pregnant and like you know all oh, the the contract issues and oh she was done we wrote her off she came back she is the greatest comeback story she could have stopped the day she got pregnant and said i'm done and she would have been the goat regardless but the fact she came back with all odds against her Brought her baby like to the you no know, the trials, you no know, the dad's cheering in the, in the crowd. It's moments like that where you can't write that up. That's movie script stuff right there. Like yeah, she 
she went beyond and then the fact that she went and got her own medal again at her main event that's and it crazy came, like that's not supposed to happen like it's the stories you tell it's like people may not remember the time he ran or how many medals he won but they'll remember the impact that she had on the sport greatest remember men when, or women greatest in the u.s remember, remember when kobe his last game shaq was like go get 50 he got 60. you know we were, we were like allison go get a medal on the four by four she brought home a bronze in the individual individual event you know hey just just wait just wait till i think mo uh triples at one of these world championships and wins the 400 four by eight and the four by i mean 400 800 and the four by four Hey. Then we can have this conversation again, maybe. I don't know. If she starts doing that on the regular, that that would be crazy. She might run the 15. <laughs> she can. 8, 15, 4 by 4? That girl got a range. That this is crazy. high school. In, this is the California State meet. Arcadia, bro. <laughs> last last fall star I got for y'all. Mars Idell, super big day. Third marathon of her life gets third place in at the olympics behind the behind the women's half marathon world record holder and the women's marathon world record holder molly sardell is the best american marathoner in the past decade this is definitely aaron's i didn't write this i just want to put that out there right now so aaron what are you what are you is that a false start yo that's i'm i'm talking big i don't know how i, I don't know how to write that are we saying women are just overall Overall, overall, shoot, dang, I might, I might mess myself up. Cause I just thought about like Galen Rupp has as a silver, as a silver and bronze, too. But I would just say, Molly, oh, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna stick to my guns. You know what? Yeah, that is, yeah, that ain't a false start because it's not just about the medal. It's about the field. This was like the greatest field ever. You had the world record holder, who she finished right behind. And then um, uh, Ruth, who's the half marathon best ever. And it's only her third race, but as they were saying as the, during the broadcast, like we haven't meddled in the women's marathon since like, I don't 1908. I don't even know. Shalane never meddled. Desi never Dina, meddled. Dina, Dina Castor's last race. Why couldn't Shalane or, or, oh, or yeah. Desi could never medal, bro? But like, on the global stage, Molly Seidel in her third marathon gets a medal. I think it's I think it's just telling of what she has in the future. And she has an incredible story too, recovering from the the eating eating disorder, taking off, um, like holding back from the past Olympics, and then coming into this one on her third one, just sticking it out. I don't know. I don't know. All this talk about, you know, these people that were world leaders to to win and stuff and they didn't do it molly third marathon just a gamer came through so i don't know man that's all i really need to see to know that she's the best i don't know man like is it a false start that's my question and i don't want to say it's a false start but i'm gonna hold the gun for a while before i let it go off like i'm thinking about it is she the greatest marathoner american marathoner in the past decade she had this was a great one of the greatest moments but for me was it just a moment can one moment solidify your whole being the great being one of the goats of the past decade or do you need to do it again i want to see her do something like this 
like one more time. I, I want to see, I want to make sure it was just a, a great day, feeling good. Cause I'm not trying to, you know, downplay nobody, but remember with the Des Linden? She yeah, won Boston. Boston. And she was the first American to do it in like how many years? No you medals know? though, no medals though. I'm just saying, every dog can have a day. And I, I like Molly, I like her. I'm trying to like, on a, on, like on, on a personal level, I'm like, yeah, man, go. But just like looking at it, like would you put her, if you had to pick five Americans right now and had a race on any given day, and she gonna beat them every single time in a marathon, right? Like if there was power rankings, she would she would probably be, she may be four or five for me. That's because, what I'm saying. Which yeah. is she gonna win every single to me? Like to say you won the best in the past decade, the best. Like you gotta be consistent. Kipchoge, we can't argue that he's the well, best. Definitely not. So when you say American women's you no know, marathon are like, is she gonna win every single time? I think she might win two out of the five races or something like that. Maybe she'll get top you note, know, but I'll I say know. I'm a hater say, right now. I would say I don't know if she's dominant. Like I don't know if she's beating Alephine every time. You know, I don't know if she's beating Emily Enfield or Sarah Hall every time. But I can tell you this: every time she's either first, second, or third. And I can't say that about the marathon is so up and down. And I, I don't feel that way about. I don't know. I ain't going, you know, I, I got to rep Alephine, though. And, you it's know, a, and, it's, and it's a marathon. A lot can happen in a marathon. I mean, you can be on top or down depending on any point in that race. But I'm not going to say false start. Like, I'm going to get through. I'm giving respect. But like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold the gun a little longer before I, you know, shoot it. But I need I need one more race from her. Just one more one more big top top notch race. One more dub. It's okay. I'll say false start. So we're all good. I'll say false start. It was, it's, a, it's a false start. Well, let's move on. Let's move on back <laughs> on to our Olympics, our Olympics recap. We got to talk about this woman's 10,000 real quick because this was one of the most exciting. Like people are all like the 10,000 isn't exciting. But when you get the right storyline, the 10,000 could be one of the most exciting races on the track, especially that last 800. And Stefan Hassan getting that bronze, getting getting that gold medal in the 10,000 a couple of days before getting the bronze and the 1500 as well. And like winning the 10,000, you just see on the track all dead and everything. Like, what is this, what does this triple really mean for Safan Hassan's legacy after beating the world record holder in the 10 K at the Olympics and like getting third, 13, third place to some of the greatest 1500 meters of all time. And then winning the 5,000, what does this triple mean for Safan Hassan's legacy? Yeah, bro, it just solidifies her as like greatness. I think we came into this year knowing how good she was potentially and everything. Everyone knew how good she was and how talented she was. But I think just, just solidifies it, you know, in the history books. Like there was a woman that tripled and got double gold and a bronze, bro. Like I'm just so happy that I was able to watch that. That was, that was crazy. And yeah, her kick is just insane. It wasn't even fair in the 10K, bro. Like, she had, like to What's... have the type of strength that she has, but to be able to move like that at the end of the race, it's not even fair, bro. Honestly, like, once they came last 800 and she was still in the running, it was all like, oh, she's winning. Like, you can't let her be that close to you. Yeah, that just can't happen. But it's that range. Like, people don't understand, like, 
when you race and you train, most pe- people are trained for one race, maybe a, or two races. You might be a two, four guy, or you run the eight, 1500. To go from the 15 to the 5K to the 10K, that's a big difference in like what you're doing, how you, you should not be great at all three of those things at that level. This is not like a, a high school level. I can't run the two mile. And no, this is the world's best. This is the greatest all on one stage. And you're able to compete at those levels at all three events. Bro, like, I don't, has this been done before? No, I think someone, I not in, not this triple. I think the last triple this happened, I believe something sometime in like, it was either 1960 or 1990. I know that's a big gap, but I don't remember the date, but it was like, four by one, four by four. Oh no, it was like individual events. So it was like the, the 100, 200 and like 400, something like that. But like, it wasn't all goals. She had two more goals than her, but go ahead. The thing is, it's a distance race. Like I'm not trying to downplay sprints. You know, I'm a sprint guy out of the sprints, but I understand to, to recover and go back and recover and go back to race again through all the rounds and the, bruh, that, that was amazing. Like that. And, and to beat the world record holder, Bro, and the only race she lost, the only race she lost was that, was the 15 meter hunter final. But when I say that, it's like, she wasn't losing prelims. Like she wasn't losing, she fell and still got up and won her prelims. Like she ran like almost like 10 total races and only lost one. Like, that's crazy. It's the only person that we can really say that's greater than Safana San right now is like, I honestly don't even know, to be honest. Maybe I'm just not educated enough, but, like, I feel like there's no one really – we've seen anyone better. If there's anyone even better, it would be, like, Dababa, but, like, Gazimbe Dababa, we haven't really seen her that much. or She hasn't run into her caliber, but, like, there's no one really even – I don't know. She's just – she's in a league of her own. She has the biggest track bag out there. She definitely has yeah. the biggest bag. Her range is crazy, but let's just also say on the women's distance side, there's so many – great athletes right now because faith kip yegan is incredible bro like and get and, and gabet who she beat in the 10k like that's the world record holder faith kip yegan 351 she's right there close to the world record as well so it's just like bruh and, and Gadoff in the 5k so it's like the people that yeah. it's not like she's going up against a weak field either like this oh, is yeah. like the best we've seen in women's distance running like ever right now too facts facts but uh the person the last person that done that got uh three individual medals at the olympics was fanny blankers cohen she uh won gold in the 100 280 meter hurdles and then also the four by 100 meter relay in 1948 the 1948 london games so that's crazy <laughs> there we go. that ain't happening <laughs> that ain't happening that most definitely is not happening but uh, pretty much that's pretty much wrapping up our Olympic recap and everything that went down. Like there's so many amazing races. And I really just want to give like you guys opinion as a whole on just these Olympic games. Cause I think we were really fighting for these Olympics to happen. Like last year, we want these to happen like during quarantine to give us something to watch. And it was disappointing when it didn't be able to bounce back this year and have the Olympics, then no fan, like have the Olympics and think we're going to have fans. Then we're thinking, Oh, no one can from outside the country country can come and then absolutely no fans at all but then it's still going on and like the disappointments for the U.S. but still having some great races as a whole like what was your guys' thoughts of just the Olympics as a whole and it going on in 2021? 
people were so like downplaying it. It was just like, oh, you know, this this mobile thing is kind of like interesting, but like no one ever like. I guess what I'm trying to say is there's so much to go in the Olympics to get there, and I, I hate that the whole vibe of the Olympics kind of got like downplayed a little bit because all these athletes, these athletes aren't all millionaires, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, football, basketball, they, they have you know these contracts. These most of the guys work full-time jobs, they got families, they're working hard day and night to get to, to this point. And from to get there, and we're kind of like, ah, you know, there's so much distractions away from what they're doing. It, it just sucked, you know, like no fans being there to me kind of just did change the vibe, not having, you know, your friends or family there. And then you have all the social issues surrounding the, you know, the politics around it. It was just, it was sloppy. It was, it was not it to me, like, I think in you know, the next one we have, there'll definitely be more of the, the vibe that we're used to. But this one was just kind of, you know, it was it was the Olympics. And that's all it was. Nothing more, nothing greater. Just yeah. And waking up at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. didn't didn't really help. Didn't really help. Didn't, didn't really help my case. I was definitely tired, still feeling the effects. And then as we close out too, though, next week, me and Aaron, we're actually going to, this is coming out on Tuesday. Next week, me and Aaron, we will be at the pre-classic checking out those races and everything. The pre-classic is going to be hype. It's basically Olympics part two for track and field. And I hope it's going to be a lot of hype going on around it too, because Sha'Carri Richardson's back. So everybody, everybody tell your friends, <laughs> all the people that were like, I ain't watching Olympics because Sha'Carri ain't running. Tell them on NBC August 22nd, Sha'Carri Richardson is racing the 100 to 200. So let them know. Let them know because they, they need to show up for this. They need to show up. If they, if they were watching that, that Beats commercial, they better be showing up yeah. and watching Sha'Carri compete. You feel me? But we got to talk about this pre-classic, especially the 100 meter, 100 meter dash, because they got some interesting races. And the men's side, we basically got the 100 that we want with Trayvon Romel now in the race with everybody from the Olympics, plus Michael Norman coming down to run the 100. Don't forget, he's a 986 guy. And then the women's side in the 100, we got the third, that, that we got that, that Jamaican triple who went one, two, three at the Olympics plus Sha'Carri Richardson battling out. Which race are you guys most most interested in? That men's 100 or the women's 100? Wait, before we answer this, I got to get my charging. I got to get my charging. Okay. My laptop You're... about to die. All right, well, I'm going I'm going to get mine off then. What's more what's more exciting for me? To me, the it's calling me. Anyway, the women's 100 to me is going to be about the same it was in Olympics. I expect the same result. Plus Shakiri. Oh wow, that's what I expect. I expect Jamaica one two. Shakiri gonna get third or second. It may be so it's a fight for a second. I don't think she's gonna win the thing. So like it'll be fun to watch. I'll watch it. The men's hundred. See, that's what I want to see. Kind of like the Olympics. What we saw the Olympics was just like a. It could have been a bad day for a few guys. This is mm-hmm. the, the, the this is the redemption. This is what we expect to see. So, especially with Trayvon Bromel, man, like he was the man to win it. And it just he didn't get through the rounds, and so here we are, you know, a few weeks a few weeks later, at a big time meet, big time race, big time competition. This is basically the the this is the backlash of WrestleMania. <laughs> WrestleMania this, backlash, for yeah, real, yeah. it really this, is. That's how it I really feel about is. it. It's like it's, it's what we it's, we, we saw, it, but this is like the part two of it. Like oh, this is what yeah. the optional, like this is the this is this is the DOC of the Olympics. <laughs> I, I want to see it go down. 
Aaron, I know you were just going, but uh, Jameson just said about the women's 100, he, he ain't really excited about it because he thinks it's going to be the same thing. He don't think Shakari's in the running, and I know you got something to say about that. So I know I just have to. <laughs> Shakari Richardson? Bruh, come on, bro. Shakari. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's going to be the most exciting, exciting race, bruh. Like, Shakari Richardson is about to show y'all why she's that girl at, at Prefontaine. Like, for sure, I need Steven Jackson, Matt Barnes, Dwayne Wade, uh, Michelle Obama, all y'all that were just trying to profit off of the. I mean, if y'all really about it. Dang, why are you throwing Michelle Obama in that? Profiting off her name. Cause, cause I, I I hate seeing on social media when everybody be fake yeah. caring, when everyone try to be mm. fake caring about things. So if you really, if you really care about Shakari Richardson, you really think she she really with that Kanye West, you better be at pre, you better be watching. Oh. Yeah, you know, everybody must be a, a culture vulture. They want to, oh, I, I can get some hype from this. Oh, let me hashtag this. Let me do that. Mm. Yeah, they go. I, 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 I want to see it. Hey, I want to see it. I, what I, I support her. I want. I mean, I'm sure I'll do great. But just on a track and field standpoint, I think she'll get second and third. Hey, I'm telling y'all this. So, I, like I said, everybody wanna, everyone's trying to jump on profit off her, right? But she gonna, she gonna make y'all more money. All I'm saying is keep Facts. betting on Shakari because she about to show y'all something, bro. She about to, Shakari's a different type of athlete, bro. Like you know how I feel about Cole Hawker. She the same way. She a gamer, bro. Like she would, she she about to destroy. At free, she gonna come into this different, bro. This her Olympics. Destroy, he said. Destroy. This her Olympics. She gonna prove a point. Trust. Quick, quick, quick question, Shakari Richardson. You think she'd be the new face of women's women's uh, sprints? She already is. She already is. So like, because when you say track and field, last twenty years, you probably think, oh, bolt. Like you know, that's that's the face you see. If I say track and field, is she the face now? You gonna find out. We gonna find out at pre. I think she is. I think she already is, but Priya's don't be telling. Like if she, all I'm saying is, all she needs to do is break the world record, which is a big feat. But if she breaks the world record, to my opinion, she gonna be bigger than both. She gonna be the biggest. Wow. She gonna be bigger. If she break the world really? record, get a gold medal, she gonna be bigger than both. I think she, I think she could be too. If she breaks the world she record. In the US, what? She a US the world athlete. record is, the, I don't know, but I don't. She already, I don't she, already, she, already on, she already on Kanye West, the commercial for Nanda, the biggest album. I don't, she already done nothing. She already on commercial. Okay, okay, but we will say the world record. The world record is so low, though. The world record is so low. It's ten four nine. So if she does that, that would be crazy. I don't think even I don't think no one's touching the world record this year. But if she does like three years from now, she could take over. But also just the fact you bringing up like who is going to be the face. Like, no matter what, I feel like whoever takes over and, like, you say track and field, who's that person you think about, it's going to be a woman. Like, yeah, it's going to be a woman. It's either going to be Sha'Carri Richardson, Sidney McLaughlin, or uh, a thing Mo. I think I can say it off, off rip. Or, or, or Gabby Thomas. If Gabby Thomas does something, like, really, really amazing, it could be her. Like, she breaks the 200-meter world record. I agree. It could be her, too. So, like, it's going to be a woman. I think it's going to be a woman for sure, hands down. That's that next like face, and that's, Bro, that's a, USA you know. track and field is is a is is women heavy like now like that is the face of track and field in the U.S. is the women like we just named that four by four lineup that all the stars are on the women's side you know, like to be honest our men's our men's stars 
to the U.S. expectations, you know, kind of we everyone felt like they underperformed, even though when you go through the medal count, like they didn't really do terrible. Like we got medals, just really weren't winning every single race like we're so accustomed to. But yeah, I don't know. I think Shakari is she's just a bigger personality than all those other amazing women that we have. And she just brings a different type of intensity to the to the sport that I think a lot of um like men will also be super hype hype about. So let's just hope that Kanye is at pre-classic and he <laughs> drops Donda the same day. Let's just hope that happens. And maybe she wins and she she drops Donda. He's all like, dang, I gotta drop it now. Or maybe we get a live performance on the on the on the at free after she wins. He like he she wins and a helicopter brings Kanye from the sky. I don't know. I don't know. Kanye, we can we can make this work. Man, he ain't showing work. up. <laughs> he he, he wanna drop his album on time. You think he wanna show up to this race? <laughs> oh, just bring bring pre to the to the superdome in the mercedes-benz arena bro bring it there and he'll like come on we could just make it an indoor meet open up the sky dome you feel me it'll, it'll be it'll be fired it'll be he can't fired. He, he ain't going to preto just because he hate nike though he hate nike that's true that's true <laughs> yeah easy easy he, he just started hey low-key if shakari go off what if she signs with yeezy imagine no. that she watch watch her watch that would be kind of that would kind of lit. Sign up with though. Imagine this though. If she just sign up with with Rock Nation, right? Listen, I'm, I'm gonna bring y'all in. I'm bring y'all behind. That's actually a real. That's she a real possibility. Up, wait, she sign up with Rock Nation, right? And who who does Rock Nation? Who's the main sponsor with Rock Nation? Puma. And who did Puma sponsor? Andre DeGrasse. I don't know. No. Who are you talking? Same boat. Oh shoot. Who knows how to advertise the biggest space of track and field? Come on, Ooh. bruh. And you with Jay-Z okay. and Rock Nation, LaMelo Ball, KD. Bro, I'm telling you, it'll be next level. And she be with and she go, she gonna be with the culture if she go with Rock Nation, bro. It'll be over. It'll be over. Facts. It's jello. Facts. Hey, right. I can't say nothing about that. I'm like, yeah, I'd be fired. She with the Rock Nation. Hey, is Jello making the league though? Yes. False start. False start. Yeah. <laughs> I, hey, I think he's gonna make the league, bro. I think he's. Gonna hey, make the league. I think that he's man got a lot of tattoos. You look like a that yeah. Man. Hey, that, that man has a, a great father. He has two brothers who <laughs> make great money. You know, I, I love how the brothers stick together. So whatever they make, they you know they all eat. So fortunately, he don't gotta make the league. And if he Fact. did, no. he's not going to make it. He'll make the, you know, the G League squad for a few weeks for some easy press. But that's about it. They, they really, they're going too hard on Bleacher Report on him right now. They, they show him way too many clips, bro. Like It's like, bro, just chill. Let him cook. Let him cook. Yeah. yeah. If they let yeah. him cook, I'll, I'll probably be more on him. But because they're pushing it so hard, I'm like, is this a Tim Tebow distraction or is this for real? <laughs> Tim Tebow <laughs> distraction. Wait, is that, has he played yet in the preseason? Is he still on the team? Oh yeah, is he on the Jaguars now? Wait, he's a tight yeah, end. Yeah, he's a tight end. Uh, I don't know, man. This dude is—I don't know. I thought he was playing baseball. Like, hey, 
Hey, that's a whole different podcast, Tim, though. Tim Tebow or DK Metcalf in a hundred. Tim Tebow or DK Metcalf. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, God. That would have to be a forty, a forty or something, a, a thirty, bro, for Tebow. But man, thanks y'all for coming on. It's de- definitely special shout out to Jameson, bro, coming on, joining us for our Olympic recap. Really do appreciate it, bro, and just coming on, making it three black runners this week. We appreciate having you on. Oh, man, I love you guys. You know, they said buy the shirts, guys. I already caught mine last week, so it's on the way. You know, I would recommend get the fast shipping, guys. I'm still waiting for mine. Get the fast shipping, pay that four bucks. Get your wonderful report t shirt, for the culture t shirt. You know, repping it. You guys are doing some good stuff. Good job with everything you guys are doing on Instagram, YouTube, the podcast. I'm loving it. I'm feeling it. Keep going. And, you know, I hope one day I'm not, you know, you guys aren't too big to come back and hang out with me. You know, you guys are going to be big time. By the time next year, household names. Hey man, hey, we trying we, to get like you. Hey, if we if we become big time, you can become big time too. That's facts. That's facts. We all gonna be big time. Hey, but be. before we before we uh shoot uh let Jameson go, what do you got? What do you got going on? Anything coming up? You've been working on so many different things. Your yeah, camera man, work I, been crazy. I've been behind the scenes doing stuff. You know, a lot of times I'm known for the YouTube stuff, you know, being in front of the camera, but I've been doing, working with a lot of brands behind the scenes, uh, filming documentaries, doing photo shoots for products for a lot of the brands you guys know about, Saucony, Hoka, uh, Lululemon. I've been doing stuff for them, not so much for me to promote, but mm-hmm. I'm now getting back into the YouTube game a little bit, back to my antics, back to doing my nonsense, back to doing me, so. Look out for that on the YouTube channel, you know, Jamison Michael on YouTube, and then Jamison Runs on Instagram. Back to the antics, baby. That's what I like to do. So that's why I appreciate about your uh, your podcast. It got a little more untamed, a little more out there. So entertainment value. So I appreciate that. No problem, problem. Appreciate you coming on. Appreciate everybody listening, bro. If y'all like the podcast, make sure you guys rate and review it. Pretty pleased. We'd really, really help out. It would help out a lot. And it's really a big motivator just to know that y'all are listening. Follow us on Instagram. Follow all of us. Follow the Runner Report Instagram, Two Black Runners Instagram. And if you're watching on two, on YouTube, make sure to give this video a like, share with a friend, anything and all that. See y'all next week on Two Black Tuesday. This is Two Black Runners. Enjoy y'all week, y'all. See ya. See ya. Peace.